Okay, so we'll start recording. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hi! Hey, this is Todd, and welcome to this episode of Beards and Beers. In this episode, G and I have a special guest that we are brought on to talk to us about some really cool stuff that he works on here at Oracle. And let's bring him on now. His name is Chris Benson. Welcome, Chris. Hi. Thanks. Got your you got your beer handy? I I, I trust. Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta pop it open. Um, and nothing eight, like eight a, in the morning. Nothing like an eight a.m. beer. And uh, uh, first, his, this, is a, this is the first time ever. Right. Friday, uh, guys. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Um, because you <laughs> apparently didn't go to college, so you never drank a beer at 8 a.m. Well, I was working full time and going to college, so it was a little different. <laughs> so, Chris, uh, you uh, have a unique project that we brought you on to talk about today. But before we get into that, why don't you tell our viewers what, uh, where, first of all, where you're from, where you're at and what you do here at Oracle. And uh, let's try to keep it, let's do a 60 second version. 60 second. Uh, I work out of Santa Clara office in the Bay Area. I live in Santa Cruz. Um, a lot of times I build stuff in my garage. Uh, I did the JDK for, or worked on the JDK for about five or six years. Uh, before that, Borland and other developer tools. The, the last two years I worked in marketing, developer marketing, and I got to build cool things like this. And now I work in Grawl VM uh, and I get to build cool things like this. So this is now running uh, Grawl as well. Excellent. So tell everybody what exactly that is next to you. Next to me is what we're calling a, uh, a Oracle's Raspberry Pi mini supercomputer. So this is an 84 uh, Pi. Uh, Raspberry Pi 3B plus uh, Pi cluster. Um, the big one is a 1024 Raspberry Pi cluster. You might've seen that at code one last year uh, or going around the internet. What we were running on this was uh, searching for aliens. We were uh, running steady at home. And how many did you find, Chris? None. They okay. closed the project shortly after. So maybe they found some aliens because of the Pi cluster. <laughs> I, I don't know. They opened up a new one, so so maybe they didn't. So there's a right. there's a new oh. study at home that's searching extra bandwidth. So I'm really excited of having you on this session. I'm I'm really curious about how you came with a 1,024 Raspberry Pi. Huh? You couldn't have done 500, 600. <laughs> considered to be no. the largest supercomputer it's, on Raspberry Pi. It's the largest that we know of. Yeah, um, we we uh, so we came up with it. Uh, Gerald Benzel and uh, Stephen Chen. Uh, they had well. There you go back a little bit. Uh, 2018. There was a team in Zurich that did uh, this Pi cluster that I think it had 16 Raspberry Pis or 12 maybe, and it it was a, it was a small setup and so. Stephen and Gerald were like, maybe we should do one a little bit bigger. They were thinking about 128. And then Gerald said, maybe we should go really big and make it modular, a lot of pieces, and go like 1,000. I told him that was a stupid number. We need to go with 1,024. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the question for you. How many of those 1024, uh, let's peel back the curtain a little bit for our viewers. How many of those actually worked? 
uh, we got 980 of them actually booting okay. and running at the conference. After the conference, uh, because there was one power plug that was, you know, I had to reach my hand in the middle of, and I didn't want to mess with it at the conference. But once we got it back to the lab, I plugged that one in and we got actually all, there, there's actually technically 1,050 Raspberry Pi. So there's 21 Raspberry Pi to one of these. Here, I'll show you what these look like. So this is a, is a 2U, um, regular, regular rack. There's 21 Raspberry Pis. This is, you're looking at the network and the, and the USB uh, port. On the back, we plug into the micro USB for power. So that runs into a, a, a 60 port USB power hub on the back. Um, down here, we have a UDP that we can remotely uh, switch these on and off. So uh, you don't have to use a, a manual power switch. On the Raspberry Pi supercomputer, there's there's see there's one network switch to two of these uh, two of these, so we get 42, and we have six of those in a rack, uh, and we have four racks. One of the racks has seven, so you can do the math. It turns out to 1,050. For this Raspberry Pi cluster, we needed to add cooling, and so I printed these out and fans mount to the back. So there's five fans on each one of these. Then these slide on a piece of aluminum. So you have 21 of these, and then these end brackets bolt on the end right there. And that's what you get for the on the other side. You just mentioned that we should have done the cooling on the supercomputer. Does it mean that you were just using by default the fans on top of the rack and not adding any cooling behind the Raspberry Pis? Yeah, so we, so, so you know, there's been a lot of questions about, you know, hey, add cooling, various different things. So we, we were trying to go for not passive cooling, but there's no heat sinks on here. We tested heat sinks. Uh, most of the heat sinks you get for Raspberry Pi, uh, oddly enough, they're just a little sticker, sticker, and they stick on, and they don't add uh, any thermal cooling. They actually uh -huh. are an insulator. <laughs> wow. um, so it'll go up a, a, a few degrees. And especially when you have a lot of Pi, it, it goes, goes up even more. Yeah, so, when I have a lot of pie, I typically want to take a nap. But right, right. That's that's what everyone wants to do. <laughs> How much time does the Raspberry Pi cluster stands up? If I turn it on, um, like yeah, How will it, it run? Will it run forever? I mean, is there any, is it going to overheat and you have to shut it down? Is it uh, this you know, this one will run pretty much forever because it has the cooling. The large one, we parts of the rack were cooler than others because we had fans in the top. There were four <laughs> fans in the top and five more fans kind of down the middle trying to suck the air out. Um, that didn't do enough cooling. The server kind of blocked the, it kind of went horizontal and, and under there it heated up too much. So we had to wow. shut those those down. They could only run for about 10 minutes before getting a little too hot. So so these are all, are all Pi 3Bs you said. Um, have you thought about going up to the fours? I mean, cause now we're talking about Raspberry Pi fours with up to like eight gigs of Ram. I mean, they're getting pretty powerful. Yeah. The price is going to go up, but I mean, they are getting, they're getting up there with what, you know, the, the specs that, that they're shipping with these things nowadays. Have you, have you thought about going up to one of those? I thought about it. Yeah. Um, it would increase the cost quite right. a bit. Uh, and we'd have to either build a new one or, you know, take out the pie and, and swap them out. And we could do that. It just depends on, 
you know, what we're trying to accomplish. You know, we're, these, are, these are demonstration units so we can demonstrate what we run in the cloud. Like we right. run Oracle Linux on the whole thing. Every Pi is network booting, so there's no SD cards. Um, there's, there's Java running on it. We're running Grawl, so it's running even faster and with, with native image. This is actually the third, the third one. Um, so we have the large one. We have a, one small mini pie that went to London, and it's actually stuck there because of COVID. And then <laughs> I had the parts to build another one, so I built this in my garage during COVID. So, um, Chris, um, before we kind of wrap things up here, tell everybody, do you have uh, a blog or, you know, are you filming any videos? Where can people follow on the progress of your project here and, and kind of keep tabs with, with what's going on and what you're building next and, uh, you know, what you're going to be doing with, with these awesome supercomputers or, or these clusters? So there ends up being uh, a lot of blogs typically written by other people uh, on uh, Oracle developers. Um, so I'll probably be writing some on, on the Oracle developers blog. Then you can check on Twitter, the Java Twitter channel or the Oracle developers Twitter channel. I have my own Twitter channel at Chris Benson. Um, and then I also have a personal blog. When I was building the Raspberry Pi supercomputer, I posted to there. Uh, that's chrisbenson.blogspot.com. Awesome. Well, Chris, we really appreciate you coming on to this episode and sharing a little bit about what you're working on. It's been really great to, to learn more about it and always great to see you as usual. And uh, G, any last words for us? Well, let's go to the next one. I want to deep dive on more technical stuff. Huh? Sounds good. Stay tuned. In the next episode, we're going to take a little deeper dive on everything with Chris here. And thanks for joining us. Take care. Cheers. Cheers.